The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Saturday. Get your chores done, but pray first. Good morning. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. It's Saturday, June 26, 2021, Saturday of the 12th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary, and it's the optional memorial of St. Jose Maria Escriva. He was born in Barbastro, Spain, January 9, 1902, ordained to the priesthood March 28, 1925, on October 2nd, 1928, by divine inspiration, he founded Opus Dei. On June 26, 1975, St. Jose Maria Escriva died suddenly in Rome after a final affectionate glance at a picture of Our Lady in the room where he worked. St. Jose Maria Escriva, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, inflame our hearts with the longings of Christ's sacred heart so that we might truly offer our persons and works in union with him for the salvation of the world. Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we consecrate ourselves to your sacred heart and we offer ourselves with you to the Father in your holy sacrifice of the Mass with our prayer, works, sufferings, and joys of this day in reparation for our sins and that your kingdom come. We especially pray for the church throughout the world, for the Holy Father and his intentions, for the evangelization and conversion of the whole world, for our bishop and his intentions, for our parish, and for our families and their needs. Listen to us, O Lord, through Christ your Son. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for young people who are preparing for marriage with the support of a Christian community. May they grow in love with generosity, faithfulness, and patience. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here is today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence, and I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you under my roof. These beautiful words are so familiar to us because we hear them every time we go to Mass. But today, Jesus, we hear them in their original setting, and that gives us a special joy to hear the Gospel come alive, but also to see the link that the Gospel has to our daily life, to see the link that the Gospel has to the Mass, the place where we meet you on a daily basis. That gives us a special joy. It gives us a deeper connection to the Gospel a deeper connection to the Mass, and a deeper connection to you too, Jesus. So we pray that as we make a journey with you, Jesus, today, and with this centurion whom we'll meet 
in your gospel, that you will help us to say those words with real conviction. So that whenever we are at Mass and we say those words, Lord, I am not worthy that you shall under, enter under my roof, that we'll understand how they were first said, we'll understand how you heard them, we'll understand really what they mean to us and how they can change us. The centurion comes to Jesus in Capernaum because his servant is ill. We don't know anything about what had happened to the servant before this point. You just meet him, like so many things happen in the midst of our daily lives, as a kind of an unexpected encounter. He comes to you because he's looking for something that he knows only you can give. Perhaps this man has tried many different ways to try and help his servant. Maybe he asked healers or doctors or nurses, people to look after him, but he realized at a certain point that there was something else that he needed and that only you can bring that Jesus. So we see a man who comes to you with real faith and conviction that you can give him what he needs and what he wants. What makes this encounter special is that he is the first non-Israelite that you meet in the course of your daily ministry. And that helps us a little bit to enter into the gospel because many of us, maybe all of us listening to this meditation, are in the same position, in the sense that we are not born as a member of the people of Israel. So all of the promises that we read about what you make to your people in the Old Testament are only fulfilled for us because of you, Jesus. But we're not part of that original people with whom the covenant had been made. And so this man comes to seek something from you, Jesus, is like us coming to seek something from you today, realizing that even if we come from a different people, even if we have a different language, a different culture, but we still see you, Jesus, as the one that can give us what we need, which is a healing, which is your love, which is your mercy. And this encounter with the centurion is obviously something a little bit out of the ordinary. He makes an unusual request of you, Jesus, because, well, we know that centurions and, and Jews didn't really mix on a daily basis and didn't tend to get on very well. And his manifestation of faith when he says these words, I'm not worthy to receive you under my roof, they astound you, Lord. Because you see in this man manifestation of real faith that otherwise people may not have expected. Now maybe we come to Jesus with some requests. Maybe we're always coming with requests. Maybe we're always asking for something. But when we think of this centurion standing before you in Capernaum, manifesting his faith to you, we ask ourselves, does our faith astonish you, Lord? Do we have such a conviction in you, such a love for you, that it's enough for the gospel to say that you are truly astonished? Give us that faith, Lord, which is so strong that can even surprise people around us. Well, centurions were leaders of about a hundred men in the Roman army, and they suffer a kind of a bad reputation throughout history. We think of those soldiers who mocked you, Jesus, during your passion and your trial. 
Roman army kind of conjures up these images of it being a very ruthless army. Maybe you've seen in films where Roman soldiers kind of gruff and they jostle people around and they're not the kind of people that you'd want to get on the wrong side of. Well, centurions were the leaders of these Roman soldiers and so they had a certain responsibility towards the soldiers in the same way that any military officer does. But we can learn something about how these soldiers interacted with other Jews on the few occasions that they did and perhaps what this centurion was like from other letters that we have found in the desert in Israel. Letters that come from the between the first and the second century that give details about a loan that one centurion, Magonius Valens, had made to a Jewish person. Ordinarily, Roman soldiers were paid about 300 denarii a year. You take a denarius to be basically the wage for a working man in a day. And they could keep money in the camp in this kind of a special bank, which they called a pecunia. And from sources that we have found through archaeological discoveries, we know that on average, a Roman soldier kept about 600 denarii in that pecunium, a little nest egg, you might say. Now, we know that a centurion earned up to 15 times the salary of a normal soldier. So they would have had a lot more money in their bank account, you might say. So the first impression that we might get of this man is that he was exceptionally rich. We know also that centurions were powerful men. In Egypt, there are letters of petitions to centurions seeking justice against things that had happened between Roman soldiers and Egyptians. And since they were the one to judge or to mitigate in these cases, it shows that they had a certain power. So this man who comes to stand before you, Jesus, was rich and he was powerful. And yet neither of those things were of any help to him. He stood before you with humility, not as a rich man, not as a powerful man, but as a man of faith. How do we stand before you, Jesus? Sometimes we carry all of those things that we have in our life as little badges of merit. And maybe we think that our own earthly achievements in some sense give us a greater access to things that we want or that we need. Rather, we should take some inspiration from this centurion who recognizes that you, Jesus, alone have the power to heal his servant and that anything that we have done or that we have achieved in our life isn't enough to merit that. We just have to humbly ask. But this humble asking brings us back to the Mass so that whenever we are preparing ourselves to receive you in the Eucharist, we hear those words and we say them with our heart. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. In other words, Jesus, we want to have that same humility of the centurion to receive you, knowing that you alone have the power to heal us. A friend sent me recently a very nice video about the captain of the Polish national team. Now we're in the middle of the European Championship, so football is very much on the agenda. And this guy, Robert Lewandowski, was talking about his faith. He said, he's not ashamed of you, Jesus. He's not ashamed to publicly profess his faith because he knows that God is always watching over him. Now, maybe we don't expect celebrities to manifest great faith these days. 
And so, like the centurion, this manifestation of faith is something very pleasing to hear, something even quite surprising. It's kind of nice to hear these manifestations of faith, even in surprising ways. Ultimately, this servant was healed through the faith and through the desire of his master. Lord Jesus, help us and nourish us in our faith so that we might help one another with our faith, that we might sustain those who are weak or who need our help, just as your blessed mother's faith sustains us. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Probably one of the better-known St. Louis Jesuit songs done by the St. Louis Jesuits themselves. Glory and praise to our God. It's 15 past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Saturday of the 12th week in Ordinary Time, June 26th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's begin our day of prayer now as we join hearts, hands, and voices with the entire church 
All the angels and saints were led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, a lay apostolate promoting the prayer of the Liturgy of the Hours by all of the faithful. We join together now in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to him. We are his people the sheep of his flock. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus. Et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc in ora mortis nostre. Amen. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. 
The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty, he shines. Our God comes. He keeps silence no longer. Before him fire devours. Around him tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people, who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord summons heaven and earth to witness his judgment on his people. Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you, lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beasts in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky, all that moves in the field. Belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Come to me in your distress, and I will save you. A sacrifice of praise will give me glory. A sacrifice of praise will give me glory. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips, you who despise my law and throw my words to the winds? You who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil, and whose tongue is plotting crime. You who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, You do this, and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now. And will be forever. Amen. Father, 
Because Jesus, your servant, became obedient even unto death, his sacrifice was greater than all holocausts of old. Accept the sacrifice of praise we offer you through him, and may we show the effects of it in our lives by striving to do your will until our whole life becomes adoration in spirit and truth. A sacrifice of praise will give him you glory. We are always praying earnestly for you, that you may have a deep knowledge of God's will. From the First Book of Samuel David himself went to the place where Saul was encamped and examined the spot where Saul and Abner, son of Ner, the general, had their sleeping quarters. Saul's were within the barricade and all his soldiers were camped around him. David asked Ahimelech the Hittite and Abishai, son of Zeruiah and brother of Joab, Who will go down into the camp with me to Saul? Abishai replied, I will. So David and Abishai went among Saul's soldiers by night and found Saul lying asleep within the barricade, with his spear thrust into the ground at his head and Abner and his men sleeping around him. Abishai whispered to David, God has delivered your enemy into your grasp this day. Let me nail him to the ground with one thrust of the spear. I will not need a second thrust. But David said to Abishai, Do not harm him, for who can lay hands on the Lord's anointed and remain unpunished? As the Lord lives, David continued, it must be the Lord himself who will strike him, whether the time comes for him to die or he goes out and perishes in battle. But the Lord forbid that I touch his anointed. Now take the spear which is at his head and the water jug, and let us be on our way. So David took the spear and the water jug from their place at Saul's head, and they got away without anyone seeing or knowing or awakening. All remained asleep, because the Lord had put them into a deep slumber. Going across to an opposite slope, David stood on a remote hilltop at a great distance from Abner, son of Ner, and the troops. He then shouted, Will you not answer, Abner? And Abner answered, Who is it that calls me? David said to Abner, Are you not a man whose like does not exist in Israel? Why, then, have you not guarded the Lord your king when one of his subjects went to kill the king, your lord? This is no creditable service you have performed. As the Lord lives, you people deserve death because you have not guarded your Lord, the Lord's anointed. Go, look, where are the king's spear and the water jug that was at his head? Saul recognized David's voice and asked, Is that your voice, my son David? David answered, Yes, my lord the king. He continued, Why does my lord pursue his servant? What have I done? What evil do I plan? Please now, let my lord the king listen to the words of his servant. If the lord has incited you against me, let an offering appease him. But if men, may they be cursed before the lord, because they have exiled me, so that this day I have no share in the lord's inheritance. But am told, go serve other gods 
Do not let my blood flow to the ground far from the presence of the Lord. For the king of Israel has come out to seek a single flea, as if he were hunting partridge in the mountains. Then Saul said, I have done wrong. Come back, my son David. I will not harm you again, because you have held my life precious today. Indeed, I have been a fool and have made a serious mistake. But David answered, Here is the king's spear. Let an attendant come over to get it. The Lord will reward each man for his justice and faithfulness. Today, though the Lord delivered you into my grasp, I would not harm the Lord's anointed. As I valued your life highly today, so may the Lord value my life highly and deliver me from all difficulties. Then Saul said to David, Blessed are you, my son David. You shall certainly succeed in whatever you undertake. David went his way, and Saul returned to his home. Arrogant men have risen up against me, and brutal men seek my life. Save me, O God, by your name. And with your strength defend my cause. Willingly I shall offer sacrifice to you, O God, hear my prayer. And with your strength defend my cause. A reading from a homily by St. Gregory of Nyssa, Bishop. In our human life, bodily health is a good thing. But this blessing consists not merely in knowing the causes of good health, but in actually enjoying it. If a man eulogizes good health and then eats food that has unhealthy effects, what good is his praise of health when he finds himself on a sickbed? Similarly, from the Lord's saying, Blessed are the pure of heart, for they shall see God. We are to learn that blessedness does not lie in knowing something about God, but rather in possessing God within oneself. I do not think these words mean that God will be seen face to face by the man who purifies the eye of his soul. Their sublime import is brought out more clearly, perhaps, in that other saying of the Lord's, The kingdom of God is within you. This teaches us that the man who cleanses his heart of every created thing and every evil desire will see the image of the divine nature in the beauty of his own soul. I believe the lesson summed up by the word in that short sentence is this. You men have within you a desire to behold the supreme good. Now when you are told that the majesty of God is exalted above the heavens, that his glory is inexpressible, his beauty indescribable, and his nature transcendent. Do not despair, because you cannot behold the object of your desire. If by a diligent life of virtue you wash away the film of dirt that covers your heart, then the divine beauty will shine forth in you. Take a piece of iron as an illustration. Although it might have been black before, once the rust has been scraped off with a whetstone, it will begin to shine brilliantly and reflect the rays of the sun. So it is with the interior man, which is what the Lord means by the heart. Once a man removes from his soul the coating of filth that has formed on it through his sinful neglect, he will regain his likeness to his archetype and be good. For what resembles the supreme good 
is itself good. If he then looks into himself, he will see the vision he has longed for. This is the blessedness of the pure heart. In seeing their own purity, they see the divine archetype mirrored in themselves. Those who look at the sun in a mirror, even if they do not look directly at the sky, see its radiance in the reflection just as truly as do those who look directly at the sun's orb. It is the same, says the Lord, with you. Even though you are unable to contemplate and see the inaccessible light, you will find what you seek within yourself, provided you return to the beauty and grace of that image which was originally placed in you. For God is purity. He is free from sin and a stranger to all evil. If this can be said of you, then God will surely be within you. If your mind is untainted by any evil, free from sin, and purified from all stain, then indeed you are blessed, because your sight is keen and clear. Once purified, you see things that others cannot see. When the mists of sin no longer cloud the eye of your soul, you see that blessed vision clearly in the peace and purity of your own heart. That vision is nothing else than the holiness, the purity, the simplicity, and all the other glorious reflections of God's nature through which God himself is seen. The Lord said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Whoever believes in me has eternal life. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that we may always revere and love your holy name. For you never deprive of your guidance those you set firm on the foundation of your love. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-six minutes before the hour on Saturday, June 26, 2021, Saturday of the 12th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Sweet control, yeah. 
straight out of today's gospel. That is Annie Cardo. O Lord, I am not worthy. And speaking of today's gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord encounters a centurion with a request from the 8th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. As Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came forward to him, beseeching him. Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home in terrible distress. I will come and heal him. Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. For I am a man under authority with soldiers under me, and I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my slave, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard him, he marveled and said to those who followed him, Truly I say to you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. I tell you, many will come from east and west and sit at table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, while the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into the outer darkness. There, men will weep and gnash their teeth. And to the centurion, Jesus said, Go, be it done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed at that very moment. And when Jesus entered Peter's house, he saw his mother-in-law lying sick with a fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she rose and served him. That evening they brought to him many who were possessed with demons, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He took our infirmities and bore our diseases. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. You'll find all of the daily mass readings and the Sunday ones too on the relevant radio app. And of course, the app is free. You'll find it on your app store.
I just love what they do with the song. That is the Mazé family, better known as the Interior Castle. And I've been asked, what does their group name mean, the Interior Castle? That was the title of the masterpiece of St. Teresa of Avila on spirituality, the Interior Castle. 
And that is the great Carrie Landry hymn, Hail Mary, Gentlewoman. On this Saturday, every Saturday is Mary's Day, and that's our musical offering to our Blessed Mother today. It's 15 minutes before the hour. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Saturday of the 12th week in Ordinary Time, June 26, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. As light of day returns once more, With joyful voices let us sing To God of glory infinite To Christ our Lord for all his grace Through whom the great Creator's will Called day and night from nothingness Appointing them successive law Till time itself shall pass away True light of every faithful soul Unfettered by the law of old No shades of night can fall that dim your dazzling and undying light. O Father, uncreated light, be with us as the hours go by, that we may please your Son this day, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. We do well to sing to your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. We do well to sing to your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works! How deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, They are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. See how your enemies perish. All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength. You anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes looked in triumph on my foes. My ears heard gladly of their fall. 
the just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God, still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Take our shame away from us, Lord, and make us rejoice in your saving works. May all who have been chosen by your Son always abound in works of faith, hope, and love in your service. We do well to sing to your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. I will will create create a new heart in you and and breathe into you a new spirit. I will take you away from the nations gather you from all the foreign lands, and bring you back to your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you to cleanse you from all your impurities, and from all your idols I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your stony hearts and giving you natural hearts. I will put my spirit within you and make you live by my statutes, careful to observe my degrees. You shall live in the land I gave your fathers. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. On the lips of children and infants, you have found perfect praise. On the lips lips of the children and infants, you have found perfect praise. How great is your name, O Lord, our God, through all the earth. Your majesty is praised above the heavens, On the lips of children and of babes you have found praise to foil your enemy, to silence the foe and the rebel. When I see the heavens, the work of your hands, the moon and the stars which you arranged, what is man that you should keep him in mind, mortal man, that you care for him? Yet you have made him little less than a god. With glory and honor you crowned him, gave him power over the works of your hand, put all things under his feet. All of them, sheep and cattle, yes, even the savage beasts, birds of the air and fish that make their way through the waters. How great is your name, O Lord our God, through all the earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Lord, how wonderful is your name. You have made every creature subject to you. Make us worthy to give you service. On the lips lips of of the children children and infants, infants, you you have have found perfect perfect praise. praise. A reading from Second Peter. What we await are new heavens and a new earth, where, according to his promise, the justice of God will reside. So, beloved, while waiting for this, make every effort to be found without stain or defilement and at peace in his sight. Consider that our Lord's patience is directed toward salvation. The Word of the Lord. Thanks 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 be to God. God. It is my joy, O God, to praise you with song. It It is is my my joy, O God, God, to praise praise you with song. To sing as I ponder your goodness. To To praise praise you with with song. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. It is my joy, O God, to to praise you with song. Lord, guide our feet into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight, all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, guide our feet into the way of peace. Let us adore God, who has given hope and life to the world through his Son, and let us humbly ask him, Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. Lord, Father of all, you have brought us to the dawn of this day. Make us live with Christ and praise your glory. Lord, Lord, hear us. You have poured out faith, hope, and love upon us. Keep them firmly rooted in our hearts. Lord, hear us. Lord, let our eyes be always raised up to you. 
so that we may swiftly answer your call. Lord, hear us. Protect us from the snares and enticements of evil. Keep our feet from stumbling. Lord, hear Hear us. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All-powerful and ever-living God, splendor of true light and never-ending day, let the radiance of your coming banish from our minds the darkness of sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. So much to do and so little time to do it. And that, my friends, is why God gave us Saturdays. And tomorrow is the Lord's Day, a day of rest. Be sure to get that rest, and if you can, get to Mass. The dispensations are being lifted all over the place at different times. So if you can get to Mass, receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of the Lord. The Saturday edition of Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I will see you tomorrow morning. 4 a.m. Central or on the app, you go out, make it a great day and a great weekend and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.